0: Beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone. Today I introduce my friend Junior. I respect him immensely for his commitment to service in recovery. As you will hear from our conversation, these obligations take some balancing and at stages Part of his spiritual journey is to step back in order to be good to himself. I got to know Junior a lot better since living in Somerset West, where he is a pivotal part of the fellowship. Let's hear what he has to say about the path he has walked to get him where he is today. Hey Junior, how are you doing? Good thank you yourself, Freddie. I'm well, thank you very much. Thank you very much for coming through. I really appreciate the time you're taking to come and talk to us. How long is it that we've known each other? Five years. Five, somewhere around there? It's something, yeah. When I got to know you, you were a very, very shy young man. (laughs) Very, very quiet. (laughs) You actually looked constantly, the (laughs) fuck? Were you kind of going through a difficult period in your life? Were you struggling?
1: Uh, Freddie, I think the first time you saw me was... In Cape Town, in the afternoons, lunchtimes, yes, at a speci- at a at a meeting, at that period of my life, well, I was just happy to not be at work. I worked <laughs> as a construction worker. I was actually quite tired. Okay, more than anything else, just uh, I was, uh, yeah, it's physical. I did physical hard labor, so. So by the if, time if I you looked, sat down, you yeah. were really kind of fucked. Yeah, 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 it was, it was you
0: know, actually quite nice to, to just sit down for a while. Yeah,
1: so oh, cool. so I wasn't feeling unhappy. I was just tired, okay. which
0: could look the same. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. I understand that completely. Okay, so that was at the lunchtime meeting in Cape Town. Were you new to recovery then? No,
1: not at all. I I was two, three years clean. I was clean previously so I think when I met you I was 25 and the first I came into the meetings when I was 18 so I had quite a bit of knowledge okay leading up to that point of recovery
0: so that was a seven-year journey up, up till then and now it's nearly eight years again am I right
1: yes yes cool. next year
0: junior so million dollar question this is a podcast about spiritual journeys have you had a spiritual journey in your life? Definitely, I think so. When I'm thinking of uh,
1: spirituality, I think of of feeling spiritual for some reason. Recovery is a strange thing where recovering addicts tend to take on too much. And at that point, I was unclogging my, my life a bit. I found I, I, was, I took on too much. And I, uh, I literally started physically resting a a, a lot more, yeah. And, and it started attending more meetings, and I actually started plugging back into the program and to and into my higher power, and and could honestly f- feel just feeling calmer, more relaxed. A recovery or at least the twelve steps is is a simple program for complicated people. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and we I, I, I can only speak of my own experience. So I, I tend to overcomplicate it. I'll take on more than I can chew. And so yeah, you know, what I find works for me best is to just keep it simple and, and relax. Not be laziness <laughs> but um yeah, you know, not not physically push myself on my stress levels so that I have more time just to get in contact with my power and uh, I think when there's too many things going on in my life it's it's difficult for me to
0: really concentrate and listen to my power. So what I'm hearing is you're saying that spirituality is kind of a feeling for you and that feeling is based in when you're good to yourself and when not and when you feel that you're not being good you, then you need to make certain changes to your life to put yourself in a better state, in a better physical, mental place. Yes. Okay. So it's basically that whole thing is is in our past lives we fucked ourselves up and in recovery we don't do that. We need to learn to make healthy decisions, Mm. do things that are good for us. Yes. Junior, did you Grow up with a sense sort of spirituality with church or a God or spirituality? Did you grow up
1: with that? I, I did. And I am still Christian. I never really struggled with the concept of our power or finding an our power coming into recovery. This is one of those topics when it comes up in meetings, I, I rarely have something to say. I just lost my connection.
0: Due to addiction?
1: Yeah. Due to, okay. to, to addiction and... Uh, There was a period in my recovery, I went to church. I don't anymore at the moment. It's it's God as I understand it, or like Christianity as I understand it. I just don't completely feel I fit when I'm at church. It's not because they are not accommodating. People are generally friendly. I just, I struggle to go and just, we're just not on the same level. It's not like when I'm sitting in a meeting. But, yeah, I just, when I worked the program, I'm in, I'm in touch with my higher power. And I had no problems with the higher power. I just dwelled away from my
0: higher power. And, uh, so your higher power is the religious God? Yeah. Cool. Even though you connect quite nicely with the higher power, that it's the organized religion that you struggle with? No, not at all. You know,
1: strangely enough, I grew up in, a, in here church and actually feel more I like Catholicism more mm-hmm. which is like stricter in a way.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know what it is. I actually just like that branch of Christianity. There are obvious things that I, I'll ignore and you know, like... Take what you need and leave the rest. Yeah, like you see the thing about meetings is like a it's a fellowship. It's like a brotherhood. But there we get to know each other in on a much more personal level than I think even people at church would get to know each other, normal yeah. people. And it's, that's just it. It's at, I don't feel at church. Like I can probably tell them, Hey, look, I've been through this, but they can't relate. And this is, I like to be able to relate to someone. Someone can relate to me to have that um, special connection. I just don't think that even the people at church have that necessarily, Will ever be able to get that same connection as we in meetings do. I got no problems with with specifically with organized religion. And strangely enough, I like the the branch of Christianity, the more conservative, more most organized yeah. branch. I, I find it strangely the most spiritual <laughs> in my mind. When I if I go to church, I know this. I'm experiencing it my own way. Yeah, I'm. I'm not even. I'm not even concentrating on trying to experience it like anybody else. It's. I think it's such second, such second nature for me to just enjoy it, um, everything the way I understand it. Because nobody understands the same thing exactly the same way. Even pure Christians. Um, I mean, everybody sees something in their own unique way. Totally so. so I'd rather go to a meeting than than go to church but if I had more time i'd I'd go sit there uh I wouldn't necessarily get as involved I I just know by my my nature is I wouldn't get very involved like I am in n a yeah uh, i'd I'd maybe just go and attend maybe once a week actually like mass more than the actual service mass is like an half an hour okay the shorter, the better. <laughs> I don't know. As long as, if, if I get a nice feeling out of it, yeah. if it's not hurting anybody, then, then by all means, I, I, you know, And I, I'm not one to go and preach the word of God either. I like, you know, this is my journey. And if someone asks me something, I'll answer the question. But otherwise, I, I, don't, I won't speak of something. I'll only always try and help to where, where I see I can.
0: You're amazing with that. Your commitment to service is really beyond exemplary. Does it come naturally for you?
1: Very much so. Okay, let me put it like this. If, if I do something, a routine is very easy for me to get into. So if I go, I went to the Stellenbosch in a Monday night meeting for four years every Monday without skipping a meeting. Wow. Uh, my service is the same. If, if I take on service, if I take on anything in my life. I will I will do it Um, My commitment will be a hundred percent and sometimes it will be for better or worse So I've went to meetings where I was very sick and I should have stayed at home I wouldn't have relapsed by staying at home. I could have gone to another meeting where I felt better I probably did myself physically more harm than good by going to the meeting in the state. I was so it's it's a If I have to honestly evaluate it, um Sometimes the way I, I approach everything by by being very committed, it's it's not always good for me necessarily, yeah. um, because uh, I tend to cling on to something. Flexibility isn't in my in my nature. So
0: <laughs> one of one of your virtues. No.
1: <laughs> so it's it's a good thing in 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 most cases, but I need to I need to know when to let go yeah. and, I, and I struggle it's happened with me in relationships so I'll stay with someone for better or worse and it is definitely for worse for me yeah so I'd put myself through you know uh, hell which you through, could have yes. stopped yeah yes yes so in some instances like when doing service is very good because I'm committed but then on a personal level it would be bad because I won't. I don't know when to walk away. I always look at what's the positive and the negative.
0: Mm. I like what you're saying because for me, one thing that that I really like about myself in recovery is you cannot trust me. If I say I'm going to do something, chances are 98% that I'll do it. Because commitment for me is a spiritual principle. And in active addiction, I wasn't trustworthy. It actually leaves a, a kind of a nauseating feeling in my stomach. So in the recovery, 1st I I'm going to do something, that's a commitment. And for me, that's a spiritual principle, and, that, and that's what I stick to. So I really like that from your side as well. You grew up in Tanabash? Yes. Junior? You started using at school? Yes. How did in, that happen? In high school? No, well... <laughs> Fuck knows. <laughs> it,
1: it, it's, it really is... Uh, friends of mine were bunking, and then they were going to go smoke some. I, I used to pump quite a lot um so when I heard they went they were gonna go do it I didn't necessarily want to go do it but there was something that told me they can't do it before I did it or I don't know something just told me go along and then I asked to smoke and then yeah and that was, and that wasn't standard eight grade 10 yeah and then I had a friend at my grade 11 standard nine my December holiday wanted. Take some LSD, and we took it, and yeah, you know, I never really looked back. And then he went to—he only visited for the for the holidays, and then I carried on after the holidays. And then there was another friend, and he used something harder. It was a bit um, strange for the even for the the ear that I started using. I mean, now it's bad, but back then there wasn't as many um, pupils. that did those
0: stuff. I remember I was at Varsity and I said to somebody, you know, I won't know if the person next to me is smoking a joint. I had no idea what it smelled like. I had no idea what the effects were. I was completely innocent. People just didn't do that. Well, not the people that I was friends with. It It was so weird. And I also said... Because I studied psychology, I, I feel I need to do it so that I can experience. So if I do see clients <laughs> clients that, that have problems with it, I can at least relate in some way. Yeah. So it sounds like your progression was was quite fast, from about 16 to, to, to starting to use to, to 18. Um, yes,
1: it was very fast. And I actually stopped when I was 22. No, actually, I stopped when I was 20, and then I stopped for 23 months, and um, then I relapsed. For nine months, and since then i have been clean, the progression was fast. I've spent much more time in recovery than did um, using drugs. It it really it was in total maybe two three years. Wow. Yeah. Um, in which in 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 this in which that sm- small period, it did it was quite um, progressive and and.
0: And did you go through the whole Sunday school thing and got confirmed in no, I, church?
1: No, I, I didn't because when we were supposed to do that, we went to go smoke dacha outside. <laughs> <laughs> we just couldn't actually. I th- did. Hey, are you serious? Yeah, we, we went, and I mean, we really, honestly wanted to, but we wanted to smoke dacha more than 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 do that. So oh my word! We were we we were very split between our you know, <laughs> like. We should be doing it, like you know. And then my one friend became all psychotic. Um, oh my word! Yeah, because of the dacha, he he started. He locked himself. We went to go smoke in a cemetery, and then he ended up going to sit in his in his room, reciting or reading the Bible out loud. And I I I didn't feel bad. I didn't I didn't think because the way I was taught. Christianity was actually very, it's not like it was taught in the apartheid years. I, I, was, I was taught not the God of fear. I was taught okay. the God of love. My my best friend at school's dad was a, was a, was a, in here, that same church I went to. And he, and he really was a, even if I still think of him today, he's a really spiritual guy. And he, he, he never, Forced the stuff down on us. He, really oh, wow. let, he, let, us, he let us be. So um, you had a
0: positive experience. Very, Unlike very. kind of mine. I, I remember one church service so clearly when the reading was about being lukewarm in Christianity. Um, so either you, you, you're really hot you're a hot Christian, like and you're really active or you're dead. And apparently that reading said, either be hot or cold, but don't be luke, because if you luke, then then, then God's going to spit you out. And I remember that so well. Like, I'll never get that kind of the duomy comes face with all red and it spit you out. And I felt kind of all I felt was such shame because I felt thought I'm not a hot Christian and I'm definitely not dead. So I am that I'm in that category that's that's being spat out. No, I'd, so I'd, I never felt if I fit
1: in. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of people experience that same thing, but I mean, my 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 friend, whose father was the Doumani, he he knew the troubles I went through, and even and they and, and he even through the church helped organize me jobs, trying to get me back on my feet. They never judged me, never turned oh, their wow. backs on me. They. Very understanding people. So like when I came into Ena and I heard all this, oh, the Indian church churches, they they preaching that this is the it's a god of fear. I was like, I I don't know where you're coming with that. Yeah. It's like I just that's not what I've I, I came from a very nice Chmienska.
0: Yeah, that's like, amazing. Of, I no, remember having, forgiving having had a fight with my mom once and I said to her i don't i feel i feel about you the way I feel about God I don't know whether I should love you or fear you uh, and for me those two were mutually exclusive you you couldn't yeah. like, you couldn't love and fear the same thing so that I, I found Christianity so difficult to grasp and I think because of those two, well because of a sermon like that one where I felt just not I don't belong. I'm going to be spat out. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I,
1: actually, I, I, I smoked with two of the dominies of that Tremaine's cops, um, son. So,
0: so, so therefore, it made it very easy for you because you said, in active addiction, you moved away from religion. So, when you came into recovery, was it that you find it easy to just slot back in?
1: Yeah, I didn't move away from religion. I just moved. I just moved away from from my from god okay i just didn't i lost the connection yeah the connection just wasn't there because i just didn't follow his will i just did what the hell i wanted okay. to i felt bad about it but um i didn't i moved away because i could that would that interfered yeah. with using but yeah that is. i wasn't yeah i just did not have a connection i mean if if you put drugs and front of an attic and you give him a choice drugs or something else <laughs> he's always going to choose drugs so i mean <laughs>
0: confirmation or
1: dacha choose <laughs> yeah and i mean that's it it, exactly what happened so it's, it was it wasn't difficult for me to, okay. just to get back in yeah you know, everybody knew that everybody everybody had their own problems
0: yeah yeah and that uh, was accepted and acceptable and then that was and, we're, and, okay. we're,
1: and everybody's working towards God, it sounds
0: like the rooms of NA
1: <laughs> it was I, maybe that's why I managed to click in with NA as yeah. easily as I did. Um I, I never had a bad experience with with religion? I actually, only I only found um, tolerance and love. And the only reason I just don't I don't sit in church as much is that what do you call it? The brotherhood or the fellowship is yeah. just you get to know the people in NA like a lot more.
0: Intimately, yeah.
1: Then you will. Then even the people in church would, I mean, get to learn each other. Yeah. So, but I have no problem sitting there. I just, uh, I just don't.
0: Did you find during your nine-month relapse that that God connection was immediately severed, like a lot of people? say that's the first thing that goes
1: it went before the relapse that's probably why the relapse happened and i just don't think my my recovery was very a very good recovery because i was put in a rehab for eight months as worker camp rehab and but there were 12 steps you know but um and then when i when i left after eight months my, my parents told me if you relapse you will come back here for two years oh my word so i went to na and I stayed clean out of fear of going back. Yeah. So I didn't really do it f- because I wanted to. I did it out of fear, and eventually, the fear kind of left. And I didn't, re- that and myself not working a really good program. So I didn't really think I ever had a really good connection. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, and so, but the connection, I got my connection back, I think a year or two into recovery. I started going back to the church that I used to be at. I found, I found something there.
0: What's your recovery giving you that you didn't have previously?
1: Well, you see, the, the thing about, for me is, I stopped so young. So, oh. I, di- I didn't have anything. I didn't lose mm. any, you know, I didn't lose a house and a car. Material things that that a lot of people accumulated and then lost. I, I, I just, but... Um, I Realized at the end of my addiction. I was never gonna accumulate anything. I wasn't gonna grow as a person I wasn't gonna the biggest one of the biggest things was my relationships weren't were just horrible the people Around me it was just horrible relationships and that I realized that I wouldn't be able to build any meaningful relationships So material things are not a, like a big thing for me It's more about the relationships with people that I have in my life and how I interact with people just having people in my life, um, worthwhile people, caring people like yourself, you know, people I know I can rely on that that would call me, that that would call me and know they can rely on me. Yeah.
0: and you've got a large network, eh? You've got yes. such a network of, of, of friends and acquaintances. Yes, in like recovery even yourself.
1: Wow. Yeah, uh, I've I've spread myself very thin through you NA, know, um, through doing service and attending a lot of meetings and also. Having done that over the last couple of years, yeah. um, I've got to learn a hell of a lot of people, and and I'm one of those people that are, I'm always at the meetings. Yeah. So when people come into the meetings, the newcomers, I, I I'm I'm one of the first people they meet. Yeah. My name is on the meeting list and my phone number, so <laughs> I get to know some of the people before they even get in into the meetings.
0: It's quite a nice feeling. Yeah. When somebody walks into a meeting and you know, oh, I spoke to that one. I'm glad to see him here. Yeah, that's really awesome.
1: Yes. Yeah. Definitely. So, I like knowing, knowing a lot of people. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in sales, so, and I'm on the road all day. So I actually, <laughs> besides for meetings, and actually just in general, know out
0: of a lot of people. So you like people.
1: In in general, I don't.
0: Yeah. Do you find it easy to talk to them?
1: Yeah. I like talking to people, um, even even uh, non-addicts. I like listening to people's experiences and just hear where they come from. Yeah, I, I, I used to be in construction, like I said, and now I'm in sales, so yeah. I and that
0: sells for yourself? For sales your, yeah. for
1: myself. I enjoy talking to people. Yeah. It's easy for me to do a job where which I enjoy. Even. Normal people have struggles and, you know, like, I just, I, I, I like our people, talking to people and hearing, seeing different attitudes and different outlooks and...
0: So you've got a general interest, which is lovely. Yeah. Do you know, what's the one thing that you would say you still struggle with in life? Uh, or have you aced it? Have you aced this thing called life?
1: <laughs> I don't think I've aced this thing called life. Sometimes I think... I could. Uh, I do like a lot of meetings and a lot of service. Um, I'm trying to do less service, and I think I can just do. I can do a bit less and just um, rest a bit more physically.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so it sounds as if you you now where you were a few years ago, where you overextended yourself yes. and, and need to pull back.
1: Yes, that and I'm I'm working on that at the moment, just simplifying things. I I feel I could by focusing on two or three meetings and doing service in those meetings or at least in, in the subcommittees that I'm in, in, in uh, I could be doing more effective yeah. service as opposed to not as effective service. Um, And yeah, so I'm trying to go back to that place where uh, I feel calmer and and um, more in touch with my higher power.
0: When I think of you, I think of somebody that is really living recovery.
1: No, oh, thank you. <laughs> um,
0: because you you do so much service and so the question that comes to mind is how do you listen to your higher power?
1: Well, my higher power is you see, I've heard I've heard people say that they can't trust trust their conscience. This is people in in, in, in recovery or but um, you know, I know, I can I know this I know what I think and I know what my higher power wants me to do, I don't know why. I always had that. Look, uh, I just I sh- I moved away from it. I stopped listening, thinking what would my higher power want me to do, and thus I kind of started forgetting. You know, completely not yeah. knowing what it is that I should do. But as I stayed in the program, I, I think in the one fellowship it's. They say we will intuitively know what to do in situations that used to baffle us. Yeah. And by being in the program, I've in, I intuitively know what to do in quite a large number of situations okay. and scenarios. And I take that as what my higher power would want me um, to do. Uh, in, and it always is a loving and caring act.
0: Okay. So it sounds as if you, that you've always had a significant sense of morality. So all you need to do is connect with that morality, and for you, it's as easier. As th-
1: yes, by going to the meetings. When I sit in a meeting, then then I connect by by being a part of the program on a, on a regular basis. As I am I always, it it keeps me connected. I always strive to look at what what would be the most spiritual thing to do. what would be the correct thing to do? So if if I don't know I think about it and and then I would ask my power for guidance and or I would just ask someone sometimes if I don't know I would think my power would probably want me to ask someone yeah. in the, in in the meetings and if someone in the meetings gave me some guidance then yeah. I'd take that guidance as coming from above
0: okay yeah um so so God speaks to you through other people yeah as well
1: yeah and and, and through if I see an interest, if I read something you know interesting that makes sense, you know, or if I see something interesting on TV that makes sense as how I sh- how how to handle a situation, um, then then I would I would remember it and maybe it helps me at some point. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's something I work on every day. I always I'm always thinking, uh, you know, what what would my power want me to do here
0: through your subcommittee work you you're getting to know the literature really really well yeah do you find that the more knowledge you gain kind of an intellectual process that your spirituality is growing which is a heart process
1: i don't think with no amount of knowledge would help me or, or prevent me from from using this is a program of action faith without works is dead yeah, I gain a lot of knowledge and like like I said, you know, or like I've been told or as I read, um, we will intuitively know how to handle situations that used to baffle us. So there are more and more, the more no- knowledge I gather, the more and more I intuitively know how to handle, okay. you know, a very, very, very wide range of like situations and every Smaller strange scenario that could happen if this happened or that happened I've I've got a lot of knowledge as to how to handle all these strange scenarios Although I, I know I will lose that knowledge if I don't use it or if I yeah. don't constantly think of it If I don't constantly remind myself of, of it and read up on it It's something I need to do every day Yeah so, so if you don't
0: use it, you lose it. Exactly. As it's as that, simple yeah. as that. That's what scares me about people stop coming to meetings and those type of things. I, I'm definitely not afraid of relapse anymore. Um, yes, I don't want to relapse, mm-hmm. but I, I don't live in fear of it anymore. Why would I want to take the chance? Mm, <laughs> that, no. that, that's my argument. i will rather do what I need to do. I think I'm quite blessed because I enjoy meetings. I do Mm. two meetings a week and that's enough for me. And I enjoy those two that I I go to. And I don't make it negotiable and it makes life so much easier. Last question, Junior. And I ask that to all the people. Are you happy?
1: Yeah. I would say I'm happy. Obviously, I'm not going to be happy 24 7 you know like um <laughs> but in in general yes i've got i've got there are things where there are parts of the day when my mood just i don't feel as excited but i feel i feel optimistic about life i enjoy my life I, you, I i feel i'm i'm living it to it to the fullest
0: that's <laughs> fantastic because you gym quite a lot as
1: well you yeah. gym every day yeah, five days a week. So so actually what I've started discovering is to just also have something besides actually NA. Yeah. <laughs> the so meetings.
0: between gymming, recovery, working for yourself, you're in a relationship.
1: Yes, also.
0: There must be very, very little time for you. Do yeah. you still do step work and see a sponsor and all those type of
1: things? Oh, that's that's the one area I haven't I haven't concentrated on for for a while,
0: because it's just not—it not, doesn't sound as if there's time. It's no,
1: there isn't time. <laughs> but it, that isn't shouldn't be an excuse. See? So I do realize <laughs> that if if I if I scale down, that I could then have time to do that. Yeah. Um, and I should get to do that, even though I, I personally don't feel there's anything specifically wrong. I I I, I do see the need in 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 maintenance yeah and, and rather uh, prevention is better than cure. You absolutely know? so yeah. i'd rather you know stop a problem before it becomes a problem
0: cool so what i'm hearing from you in summary it sounds as if your journey isn't anything like an into spirituality your journey is in spirituality it, it's it's always been there all you did was at stage is just to kind of detours away from it but but slid back into it very very quickly and you're living it on a daily basis and and you're happy no that's fantastic that's a very nice message to to give to somebody so thank you thank, thank you thank very very much you, appreciate Freddie. it immensely have a wonderful evening same to you thank you i found part of junior's story really entertaining but generally love the message of hope he brings with him I find it inspiring how he finds it so easy to drift back into his religion once he has drifted away. He seems to have found a most rewarding spiritual home and I wish him all of the best on the rest of his journey. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to contact me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za or find me on Facebook, .facebook www.facebook.com forward slash freddy.org.za or on Twitter at at Rendsburg Freddy. Remember that Freddy is always spelt with an IE at the end. Be safe. Bye.